We have been here for quite few weeks now, right? Mm -hmm. Two or three weeks? Three weeks? Yeah. Three weeks? Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know if this is the last week here, but we will still go into it. Okay. So 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 33. I will read it today. And uh, everybody look at the Bible very closely. And while he was still speaking with them, the messenger came down to him and said, This trouble is from the Lord. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? Second Kings chapter 7 verse 1 says, But Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Tomorrow about this time, a share of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and two shears of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. Verse 2. Then the captain on whose hand the king leaned said to the man of God, If the Lord himself should make windows in heaven, should this, could this thing be? But he said, You shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Wow. You can be seated. To connect from where we were last week, we were... We posted that message on YouTube. We called it, what did we call it? I'm, I'm trying to remember the name. Uh, overcoming evil messengers. I think that's what we said it. Because the messengers that were sent to Elisha was to kill him. Those messengers were not good ones. They were evil ones. They came to kill the prophet. And so continuing from there, I know some of you are new, so you can always go and listen to the message on YouTube from last week, so you will connect the dots. But I know God will speed you up as you are hearing this. So give to give a little context, there is famine in the land and people have no food, they have no breakthrough. Their lives are stuck and what they're doing is they're hopeless and they're married to the disaster that's going on in the land. And now the king is helpless, the king of Israel. The king who was protected by prophet Elisha many times. Now he's upset that the prophet has not come to help him. He's offended that God has not helped the people of Israel. And in his offense, he's so offended, he's so bitter, that he actually, instead of going to the prophet to inquire what the Lord wants to tell him and to the people of God, he actually sends a messenger and he says, let's behead the prophet. So that's where we are, right? And I was telling that this is one of the things that the enemy does to anybody. When you are waiting for your breakthrough and it has not come to pass, you may think, maybe the Lord is not on your side. And I was telling you last week, that is one of the deceptions of the enemy. That rather us getting close to the Lord, the enemy will play mind games. People on Zoom, the enemy will play mind games of bitterness, deception, and you'll play mind games of self-deception where you will begin, I'm exposing something, you'll begin to think, the Lord doesn't love me. Anytime failure hits anybody, especially for people who are believing the Lord will do a breakthrough, God will come to pass, and something gets delayed. Human response is thinking, God doesn't love me anymore. And this is something the enemy will come fully charged to promote that voice in every believer's heart to make sure 
they walk away from the help that is supposed to help them. Listen, the one thing the enemy wants is, he's not worried if you're with greatest company of people. He's not worried if you have financial stability. Let me, let me be very clear. If he's not worried if your health is perfect, but he's very worried if you have a solid relationship with God. If you have a solid, unshakable communion with the Lord, he's very terrified of that. Some people think, will the enemy be very upset with me if I become very rich? No, he won't be because if you don't have a solid relationship with God, you become a billionaire, you're not going to harm him. He's happy. He's like, I can control, I can change anything in his life. But even if you're not a billionaire, not a millionaire, you are a normal guy, but you are loaded with an unbreakable, unsinkable, unshakable relationship with Jesus. And you're full on flowing with that river. 24 bar 7. You are a threat. You are the number one target for him. Because he's very petrified that a person like you exists. Because you know what? He doesn't have control over you. So what am I trying to say? But for anybody else who can be manipulated by the devil, that the troubles that they're going through is from the Lord. If he finds a window, please know this. If he finds a little crack in your heart, where a lie can enter and say, this trouble is because of the Lord. And this trouble is because the Lord doesn't care for you enough. The moment you accept that message into your heart, in other words, into your spirit. Every time the Bible says heart, it is talking about your spirit, man. Spirit and heart is the same language, spiritually in the Bible. Anytime you allow a message like that to enter your heart, Questions you never had begin to creep up. Come on, are you with me? Yes. This is the same strategy. People on Zoom, you're with me? He had devised how many thousands of years ago? This is AD 2022, but we don't know BC, right? Maybe 6,000 millions of years ago. Whatever the timeline is, the craftiness of the enemy. You are ready for this? The crafty nature of the deceiver is he will come to you and the first thing he will try is to create doubts of two things. Like a coin, like a dollar. I mean, no, a dollar is not a coin, right? Uh, a cent or a coin has two faces. Okay? The, the craftiness of the deceiver, Satan, tactic is he will come with the lie to test every part of your life to see he can inject two-folded double-edged sword kind of a lie one is how is your identity of god for you and how is your identity with god that's exactly what he did with eve when he began to talk to her he didn't straight away say god doesn't love you he will never say that he will pick out something which is so irrelevant. People on Zoom, are you with me? Bring it around in such a way and ultimately take a slingshot to see that weak point in your life where he can push you to question this God who is the only real source of refuge, help, covering, everything that you can ever think of. The only one who's really there for you. You need to think of that conversation. Today I won't be too long. Okay, You need to think of that conversation. The conversation is, he said, did God say this? Did he say this? Every time he comes to you with questions like that, you know what is he testing? Please, are you with me? Yeah. Okay. He's testing what is your identity 
with God? What are you identifying with Jesus? That's why Jesus, when he looked at people, he said, I know what is in their heart. They come to me externally for this and that, for miracles, healings, which is all okay. But I know deep within what is in their heart, what is their identity of me in their heart and them towards me. Please, am I making sense? Yeah. Are you connecting the dots? Because that's why the Bible says, Jesus did not entrust himself to any human being because he knew what was in man's heart. A corrupted identity towards God for which he came to restore through the cross. Because the whole deal in that timeline was they all thought God is not for them. They said God the Father is not for us anymore. So the Son came, the Lord, to establish that identity and he said, this is your heavenly Father. He was rebuilding that identity. Because what broke in the garden was that Eve did not trust her identity with her father. He made her question, is God really for you? And when she allowed that messaging to enter, with that message came additions. With broke the identity. In fact, people on Zoom, are you with me? Even when you give your life to the Lord, you're identifying yourself with Him through the cross. It's all about your identity being restored with God. So here, bringing you back, I was just giving you those nuggets. When that servant came from the king, his identity of God was distorted in him. He came empowered, loaded with a lie. He was the messenger of lie. The king said, this trouble is because of God. It's because of his prophet. The land is barren. It's loaded with drought. There's famine. Let's go kill the prophet. And this man was so consumed with the lie. He comes and says those two things. I'm connecting the dots for you. He said, he said this, this trouble is from the Lord. So this is one of the things you will see. Rather than going to the prophet, rather than going to God for help, he's going to fight the grace that is supposed to help him. What happened in the garden? Parallels. They fell. Why did they run away? Why could they not run in? This is what separates warriors from the naive ones. This is what separates immature from the mature. Come on now, people on Zoom. Mature believers, the ones who love the Lord, they will say, this God knows me inside out. He knows me even before I do a boo-boo. He knows about me so much that he has known my life end to the beginning, beginning to the end. Nothing hidden to this God, this King of glory. If I fall, for them to think he's not going to accept you is actually not a right thinking. Okay, let me say it again. He has known each one of us beginning to the end, end to the beginning. When he called you to his beloved, to be his beloved, he's already seen our lives. Yet with everything, this is the mercy of God. This is what I'm talking about, the mercy of God. Yet with every flaws that you carry, yet with every brokenness that you carry, every, every failures that you carry, with all of that, he says, I love you to death. And he will come after you. He'll embrace you. But for us, when our identity is broken with him, instead of running back to this God, what do we do? Like, I want to go hide. That is a false identity given by Satan, which I'm exposing tonight. Because that way of running away from God is equally good as questioning, saying, God is not for me. It's the same message. It's the same lie. But that is why God had to come in the garden of Eden walking and he says, Adam and Eve, where are you? It's not like he didn't know their physical location. He was actually asking them, where are you 
He's asking, where are you in your position of your heart with me? So anytime, come on, become sensitive to the presence of God. Anytime your heart wanders away from trust, anytime your heart wanders away from the lover of your soul, you need to ask, is my spiritual location being dislocated? And what is the reason for it? Which lie? <laughs> Which source? Which input has caused this? Even if it is your own fault, you need to look into yourself and say, this is not part of me. This doesn't remain in me. Because this is not who I am. I'm a new creation in him. All old things have passed away. Can I expose some things more? The problem with today's believers is the Bible, the word of God through the Holy Spirit is saying all old things have passed away. Passed away means gone. But, in, but with us, it is still not gone. You know what? We are still married to that failure. You are still married to that condemnation. You are still married to that guilt. You are still married to what you didn't do right. And you build an identity on that like a foundation. And every time God comes to you and have, wants to have an intimate conversation with you, your, your relationship to Him is based on that foundation. You're getting, you're getting this? This is a typical example of this king and his servant. He built a foundation for him, the lie. Everything is because of God and this prophet and he was charging with it. Tonight, I want to tell you one thing. The greater your life's trajectory, the foundation is when you make sure no false foundations exist. Please, you're all with me? That is, I'm, I'm, I'm giving all little, little parables because we're going to declare some things tonight. That is why also Jesus said, and I think I'm repeating this, but it is okay, good to remind all of us, right? People on Zoom, are you enjoying this on Zoom? I'm looking at you all, please keep waving at me. That's why Jesus said, if anybody builds on a rock, the winds will come, the storms will come, but will not throw them down. But if anybody builds on sand, whatever you build can crumble. And this is what I've always thought and it amazes me that every sand is a particle of a rock. That means not fully baked truth. Like a piece of rock is solid. There's no pockets of air, vacancies. But sand, full of vacancy. You know it's particles of rock. What makes it so breakable? The pockets of lies. The things that you're allowed in your heart which can question and doubt God. Today, I want you to release a war with every lie in your mind which says God is not for me or God is not going to help me. Those subtle ones. I'm not talking about the big ones. Big ones, when it comes at your face, you can say, ah, I know this is the devil. <laughs> if somebody comes to you, let's say somebody comes to Sam and says, you know what? Jesus doesn't love you. She's going to be like, you are a cuckoo. Just go to the side. Right? Same thing with all of us. But if he comes through something else, the day is not beginning right. You're doing something. Something's happening. Something's happening. And you're like, God, what is going on? What is this chaos? What is this confusion? God, where are you? Rather than asking, who is causing this? Who is the author of this confusion? If your heart begins to say, God, where are you? Come on, wake up, wake up, wake up. Instead of saying, where is the author of this confusion? Instead of that statement, if you make a statement, God, where are you? You know what you're confessing and acknowledging? That he's absent. Come on now, are you with me? People on Zoom, are you with me? You, you see the trajectory of how your heart can shift in one degree. You know, like a one degree angle, right? Instead of saying, who is the author of this confusion? And catching those little foxes and those satanic agents or whatever lies and whatever that is. If you shift one degree and just say, God, where are you? In that one sentence, you know how much you said? 
you told the angels you can't locate god the angels were guarding your life in the spiritual realm everything your thoughts are like words in the spiritual realm okay the angels are looking at you and say oh she doesn't trust that god is with her now with him now and immediately the whole the whole war has become different do you see that instead of you going and saying let me bind this devil you've gone to the place oh god where are you shifted your trajectory and if you're not careful enough to grab your heart back and come back oh he has lined up people the same day he will send one person and irritate you he is very cunning and crafty where do you think he got the power from not with head on face to face battle he didn't go to god he went with craftiness deception right so this is very important any messengers against your health that is why the prophet says catch the messenger by the throat and shut the door against him don't let him come inside oof because that's what prophet elisha was saying he said i am shutting the doors of my soul prophet elisha is my father prophet elijah had the same issue when jezebel sent the messenger hmm, came and said i will behead you sounds like a little repetition but it is important we drill this foundation the moment that messenger came elijah shouldn't have sat and heard that message so the son is 2.0 better version than the father the son is saying my father prophet elijah heard this demonic message satanic messenger and he got intimidated but me no way jose no way i am not going to let him speak where am i going to catch him by the throat yeah. come on now you got to catch that liar by the throat before they want to utter judgments on you before the demonic spirit wants to declare things over you catch it by the throat and say mm-hmm, not today satan not time for my evil report not time for my financial evil report not time for any of these things i am not letting you speak i'll only allow the word of god to speak to me wow. so this is what this is what he said he said um so they shut the door and then the messenger still came and this is what was the messenger's confession this trouble is from the lord why should we wait on the lord any longer you see the deception yes the question is if you're not going to wait on the lord who else are you going to wait on yeah. do you know what's a temple tantrum <laughs> i know <laughs> god if you don't do this i'm going to do this and that's going to hurt me and then i'm going to come back and say god this is hurting me Come on, did you all get this? Yes. I see temper tantrums in my house. Sometimes here and there. I'm trying to correct it. Dada, I want this right now. No, it is not for you right now. This time to take a nap. No, I want that candy right now. I want the chocolate right now. No, you're not getting it. Then it becomes a tantrum. The tantrum wants to be the boss. having lost senses but what do you do you don't give in to temper tantrums because when you give in to a ten- temper tantrum you're giving in to a lie wow. now let's reflect that upon ourselves not a 2 year old or 3 year old when we give in to our own temper tantrums mm-hmm. that lie that entered right you amplified it like that uh, what we're doing with that mixer you amplified it mm-hmm. it was in 10 decibels you notched it to 100 decibels through your own temper tantrum mm-hmm. and you're like no 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 i i want this i want this i want this i want this god is like okay now what do we do with him what do we do with her mm-hmm. god is not saying like me oh let me soothe her immediately you know why god doesn't want to empower any lies in our life come on this is a place where you say a real amen, amen. so any time you feel God is making you wait too long. Ah, people on Zoom. Anytime you feel, "Oh God, I'm waiting for too long. I'm waiting longer than you." I don't know. God is like, "I have all the time in this world 
until you're 100, you can wait on me. I have all the time. But the sooner you make arrangements to wait properly, I can give you a better answer. But if we are in that temper, I'm like, no, I'm going to be like this. God is like, I will wait. We don't have all the time to wait. He has. So this is the one thing you need to understand about the nature of God. God is not like man. You can be a good aunt. You can be a good uncle. You can be a good parent. You can be a good daughter, good son. And you can throw a temper tantrum and get your way around it. But with God, is different. You cannot twist God's arm. There is a nature of God which is very shocking, but it is in the purest form. And I was saying that even last Saturday, even though the prodigal son walked away from the father's house, the father never ran after him, convincing him that what he was doing was wrong. He will wait for you to come back to your senses. Come on now. Come on, can you take 30 seconds and begin to pray right now? Something is happening. Something is shifting somewhere. The Lord is breaking some lies somewhere. I, I, I hear it in the realms of the spirit. The Lord is breaking some lies saying, oh, I waited for too long. No, 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 no. He's just aligning you better. He's not giving you into something that you don't want to get into. He's just, he's making sure you are not being amplified with a lie. Come on now, can somebody shout an amen? But rather he wants you to come to the truth in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't give in to that lie and amplify it in your spirit. Come to the spirit of truth in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, open your mouth and begin to pray in the spirit. Just talk to him. Take a few seconds. Lord, I rearrange my spirit. Whatever tantrums, whatever lies, whatever vacancies. Lord, we rearrange ourselves in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Now, Elisha, when he hears the servants actually temper tantrum, he doesn't argue with him. He begins to declare the word of the Lord. It is at this moment, it feels as if though God's mercy was becoming evident. They came with their ignorance. Okay? But God was showing himself as God. What did he do? He did not argue with them to prove anything. The Holy Spirit I mean, God began to command Elisha to prophesy counter against what the enemy was declaring. Okay? And what does he say? Look at that. But Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Tomorrow about this time. Oof! This means to tell me, if you are ever waiting for something in life, okay, your waiting has to be to hear what God wants to say to you. The king, the servant, the whole nation is waiting for the famine to break. But yet God's protocol is, you hear my word and I'll break the famine. Come on now, people on Zoom. So God's protocol is different. He's like, everything that you need comes in the form of my voice. He's taking them back to Genesis. How did I create the world? I spoke. He's saying everything you need, you have to wait on me for one thing, to hear me speak over you. Ah, You know, you and I, we will do a favor. The biggest favor you will ever do in your life, in your Christian walk is, when you, will, when you will resolve in your heart saying that, Lord, I want to be in a place where I want to constantly hear you speak over me. Yeah. Wow. One more time. Come on, one more time. One more time. Yeah. You got to come to this place in your walk with God that every day you want him, the lover of your soul, 
to constantly speak over you and his voice have to flow like a river over you his voice has to surround you like the many waters his voice has to be radiating in your atmosphere his voice has to be infused in your brain in your mind his voice has to be radiating over your body his voice has to surround you and your atmosphere should have the voice of god all around you when you are in that place i want to tell you then you have come to the place of eliminating deception and lies come on now i'm giving you you see the difference are you shifting tonight come on now can somebody shout an amen, amen. you're shifting you're shifting because god is not saying stand and have an argument with devil what was eve's mistake she and you know what he's a legal expert in fact he didn't even spare the lord he came to the lord and said oh you heard your father said you are listen to him this is my beloved son after the lord was baptized the next thing he comes counter dead opposite if you are the specific words beloved son of god identity the war of identity you see in the world now even you have identity identity thieves everything is about identity come on connect the dots it's 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 very it's very it's very aligned so what do they do they want to kill your identity and take over what belongs to you what did he want to do with the lord question is identity if you are the beloved son of god the lord didn't counter argue for that he said what it is written he declared the voice of god back to him so whenever satan comes you're not any time in your life you're not in the best place to argue arguing with a pig will make you what I'm, don't confess it <laughs> barking alongside a dog you're also I, i can bark louder than you all right all the best i can give you a microphone you know what will that make you don't confess it i'm just saying it brings you down to that level but rather you say satan i don't have time i catch you by the throat i shut the doors of my heart my mind my spirit and my body and i hear the voice of the lord oh you're in a different plane you're like declaring the voice of the lord upon yourself and this is what jesus did it is written what was written what god had spoken he was declaring the voice yeah. and you know what it was written but he converted it into a voice by doing what he was in alignment to what was written and he declared it back with his voice so it became the voice of god wow, wow. when he attacks you take what is written on your behalf and declare it as if it is yours and you know what happens you are adding voice to it and you're releasing the voice of god through your mouth come on now are you are you seeing something so when you release the voice he will understand satan is very intelligent when this comes when this happens when he knows it is not you oh reborianta kabraka zekere people on zoom i want to see you. okay you know you 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 know you know when you will when you will boot satan out when it is not your voice when it is the voice of the lord he is not ready to argue with him but when it comes to you loaded with lies you are like no 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 he's like oh let's go have a conversation but when you're resonating the voice through the word the word is the lord himself and the word became flesh and came and manifest so it is him when you resonate the word through the voice when he hears him in you he has to say hold on now i recognize this is coming from another address this is not from this human address it is coming from a spiritual address which is connected to the heavenly address and that heavenly address as a heavenly king of glory he is over oh rabakariata he is overseeing that glorious realm she is under that alignment he is under that alignment and they're resonating it through the lines of that voice now i need to back off or else there is coming back up from another place and he has to say all right this is exactly what happened when jesus said you know just see when jesus when jesus said get thee behind me satan and the the chapter 4 temptation you know what happens when he declared it the bible says angels came wow angels did not come because he argued louder 
Angels came because he added voice to the word. Whoa. So when you add voice to the word and release it in your atmosphere, angels will come, demons will leave. It doesn't happen by saying demons leave, demons leave, angels come, angels come. No, it begins by you speaking the voice of God. And when they know the address of the spirit, they will come down. Because they are like, we are hearing God somewhere. We are hearing God in Chicago. We are hearing God in whatever your house address is. We are hearing God. We are hearing the command of a master. Angels are like, let's line up. Lightning 5G speed. We have to get there right now. Because I'm hearing the command of the spirit. The Bible says angels move at the speed of light when they hear the word. With the voice of God. The angels go where the voice of God is spoken. So you are a carrier of the voice of God. Now connect the dots. Let the river flow. Let it bring every dead thing to life. The river has to flow. The river is what? The voice of God has to flow through you. Out of your belly shall flow rivers, 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 rivers. And this is what, that's what Elisha begins to do that right now. He is not arguing with the evil messenger. I told you, Elisha was the messenger of the Lord. A prophet. The king's messenger was like an evil messenger. But the prophet of the Lord, what is he supposed to do? Declare the voice of the Lord. When he began to declare the voice of the Lord. Wow. Things began to happen. People of God. Tomorrow, thus says the Lord, tomorrow about this time, God has a way of showing off. He gives a 24-hour bracket period. He's saying, no matter what your reports say, no matter what your famine in the land says, no matter what the chaos is, but if you'll allow my voice to come over you, He's saying within 24 hours, I can break this famine. Wow. Huh? Come on now. Amen. How many of you are ready for 24 hour miracles? I, I, I want to ask you. Do you believe he can do that? Yes. I see one heart coming up. Yes. Very good. Come on now. Can you believe that? 24 hours. Yes. Can a famine break in 24 hours? It can. It did not break because it rained. It did not break because the Syrians left. It did not break because more food and more crops were produced. It broke because the voice of the Lord was declared through a prophet. So there is an unction in the realms of the spirit. If Elisha did it, it's our portion too. Come on now, claim it. If Elisha spoke it, you can look over your situation. Stare. Stare in the eyes of your evil messenger. Catch him by the throat. Catch the demon, the demonic report, whatever that lies. Look into that eyes and say, I decree and declare the voice of the Lord. This is what it shall be. No arguments. No debates. You declare the voice of your father. And that is how you change your trajectory. Like you don't say, where are you God? You say, this day shall receive the peace. And Shalom of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The Prince of Peace shall rule my day. Not going back to that identity crisis. Saying, oh God, what did I do wrong? Please, let's be real. I'm not saying I'm like 100%. We are all work in progress. But when he begins to put doubt, oh God, what did I do wrong yesterday? That today is going like this? That is already rooted. That saying, God is beating you up today because of what you did yesterday. Come on, talk to me. No, but when you say, no, 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 no. And that's what exactly the devil wants you to believe. And you say, no, he loves me too much. It's a new day. His grace and mercy is new every morning. And when you rise up like that, Satan is like, oh, we lost her. We lost him. We got to come to that place in our walk with God. Where nothing should face us. You see, there is a language of the spirit in this place since few weeks. God is building a foundation. It's only for a reason. For he's preparing you for where you're going in the spirit. Because, my beloved, many wish for angelic encounters. Many wish to go in the realms of the spirit. 
but how high you will go is dependent on how deep your foundation is come on people on zoom i'll give you 2 seconds to think over it even in the natural you want to build a skyscraper you need solid beams and foundations you need it you can't just build something so my spirit is telling me if the lord is building you up like this it's only to make you great in the spirit and in the natural you got it can somebody shout an amen amen hallelujah and and this is what he says then the captain on whose hand the king leaned said to the man of god if the lord himself should make windows in heaven could this thing be doubts but he said you shall see it with your own eyes but you shall not eat of it oof so that tells me something very powerful the voice of the lord can come but needs you to receive it the voice of the lord can declare a 24 hour miracle over your life but your heart has to receive it or else i'm not saying you are part of that but or else you will hear it and not see it come to pass or else you will see it and not be part of it oof that means now you need to ask if i'm hearing things i'm not seeing it happen double edged sword huh to ask yourself where is that lie where is the doubt in my spirit which does not trust the lord come on now why am i talking to you does it feel like very basic message today no i'm just wrestling with each one of us you know that the realms of the spirit it is not very complicated it's true but it becomes complicated when our heart becomes complicated but when our heart becomes tender pure which can be managed by the holy spirit maneuvered by him i said maneuvered by the holy spirit like a river you to be carried in the spirit is easy wow can i show you one verse while i just gave you the double edged sword about how this man even though are ready for this yes. come on now we'll we will finish soon okay the voice of god came through a channel called elisha it was broadcasted but there was no real recipients correct the guy who received it he heard it but he didn't listen to it sometimes you can hear and not listen right i was telling i think last week you can hear a car go by in the road and you didn't really listen into it so you can hear but the question is are you really listening to it if you are listening to it are you believing it's going to be so has it gone into your spirit has the word this is what i want to say has the word of god entered your spirit man when the word of god which is the voice of god when it enters your spirit it becomes that because the voice of god is has the creative power in it right when it enters your spirit man it recreates in you what was not there before the question here is before i go to the next thing what i want to share god was not giving them a breakthrough please now i'm 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 saying something prophetic to all of you god was not giving them a breakthrough because they had everything together take it for a second god was not giving them a breakthrough because god we have made all the arrangements now you come god was not giving them god was not telling them i'm going to give you a breakthrough when you boot out the syrians out of the camp god did not say i'm going to give you a breakthrough god's breakthrough was not dependent on the famine not on the enemies it was not dependent on any of those physical conditions it was dependent on one condition and even today it is the same i'm telling you the healings the miracles and the prophetic signs and wonders i see it is not dependent on human logic or the logical external 
substance. It depends on one thing, the voice of the spirit. That is why God, you know, the, the way you move in the spirit is the unction of the spirit. And the tenacity of the spirit is connected to whom you are connected to. It doesn't make sense logically, but you know whom you are speaking through. So when Elisha declared it, he was not declaring based on, is this going to happen if I say this? If I say this, then the gate will open, gate will close. He was not saying that. He said one thing. When I speak, he said, I'm speaking as the messenger of the Lord. When I declare his voice, if you have a heart that can receive his spirit, his voice, you are receiving your breakthrough. Even today, it's the same requirement. Another deception of the devil is, when you hear a prophetic word, he will cause you to look around and say, can this be possible? You already changed the trajectory by two degrees. Have you seen that Angry Birds game? Um, if, you, if you're flying long distance, none of you have seen it? You have to pull this Angry Bird back. Huh? Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Flight? There's No? Yeah. People on Zoom? Sherry says you've seen it. You have to be so meticulous. One degree and the bird will fly away to a different direction. Satan doesn't have to fight you too much. If he can just make you think, this possible that's exactly the deal with this guy he said even if god will make windows from heaven it's not he went to an extreme if the lord himself would make a window and the man of god was so cool he said you will see it but you will not eat of it ah so people of god the requirement that you see here is a very simple yet a dangerous requirement what will set you apart in this room now i'm really going on this today people on zoom what will set you apart from every other window on zoom or every other person in your house the how the voice of the lord's spirit enters your spirit you got to be like that sponge that absorbs it you don't leave it you don't doubt it you take it in and when you come to that place it is not dependent on anything external it has the miracle working power in it. Ask me why. Please, ask me why. John chapter 10 verse 34. Okay? This is fun. Are you learning something tonight? See, this is wrestling with your heart. This is wrestling with my heart, wrestling with your heart. Okay? John chapter 10 verse 34 and 35. Kabromori ante Jesus answered them, hmm, Is it not written in your law? I said, You are gods. Let me read it one more time. This is in your Bible. This is in my Bible too. People on Zoom, is this in your Bible? Ah, let's read it one more time. So making sure it's still there in your Bible. Jesus answered them. Not the disciples, Jesus. Is it not written in your law? I said you are God's. Verse, next, next verse. If he called them God's, to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be broken wow if he called them gods to whom come on now read it on your own the word of god came and scripture cannot be broken Oof. my goodness meaning when the voice of god comes when the word of god comes Doing something to you. Okay. Look at it one more time. I'm not going to keep reading it multiple times. But I want you to see it. If he called them gods to whom. What? The word of God came. That means. When the word of God comes to an individual. People on Zoom. When the word and the voice of God. The word of God. 
the voice of God, when it comes to you, what is God trying to make out of you is the question. He's detaching you from the human logic plane. He's switching you into the supernatural plane, making you more godly because you're coming under the influence of his what? Word. Meaning you're coming under the influence of his voice. And when you're coming under the influence of the voice, it is the same way as saying, let there be light and there it was. In the same way, when you're coming under the influence of his voice, what was not in you is being deposited into you by that word and by that voice and you're becoming more godly. You're becoming more God kind. You're becoming more like a God. Wow. If you're, what, what is, look at it, look at it one more time. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came. So you need to ask. We need to ask. People on Zoom, you need to ask. Why do we do church? Why do we do fellowship? Why do we meet? To hear him. Every time you meet and the word of God is spoken, why is it required? Because you're coming under the influence of the master's voice. And what is not in you whew, is being deposited into you. The famine will not break because you got five crops running around, still surviving. Like the science fiction movies you see, they're waiting for one last leaf to survive and then they want everything to grow from there. It's not like that. Things are being created in you because his voice is bringing it to pass. Ah. This is the DNA and the fashion in which God works. This is the way it is the mannerism of God. When you receive his voice, he begins to make you different. This is why Isaac sowed in the land where it was. Come on, talk to me. It was barren. In the book of Genesis, you read Isaac sowed in the land in famine. And his crop yielded a hundredfold. Why? Because the, the seed that he sowed was under Isaac's authority. Isaac was under the voice of God. He was under the word of God. So his seed behaves differently in the ground. Then the seeds of his neighbors. Come on, are you with me? Yeah. In the famine, every crop is collapsing. But the ground says this seed will function differently because the one who created me in the beginnings of the beginnings, I hear his voice in this seed. Now I have to partner with this seed differently. You're seeing what I'm trying to say? Because the voice of God is the real ingredient. Getting it now? I wanted you to just bring it to this place. Are you getting it? The voice of the Lord is the real ingredient. Come on, people of God. It is not the decibels of my screaming that is important. People on Zoom, come on, are you smiling with me? It is not the decibels of my voice that will create your miracle. It is the voice of God that comes through these decibels. If it enters your spirit, what will produce that miracle? But if he can find one man and one woman who will say, Lord, let the river flow. <laughs> let that voice flow through me. Ah, let every dead thing come back to life. You will be different because the river is flowing through you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I believe none of you will be part of that category who's under the influence of a unsanctified king who doesn't know his God, you and I, I'm declaring this over us, yes. that we are part of a kingdom yes. which believes yes. in what his voice is speaking to us right now. Amen. Come on now. Yes. 24 hours, yes. lives can change. Yes. 
destinies can change because the ingredient is not you and me it is the voice it is the word it is the spirit of god that is being deposited to us which is coming to us that will is making the change this is the reason we do church this is the reason we gather around the word you know why because this is the moment of transformation come on now look at it differently every time you come into the house of god every time you gather around his presence around his word what is happening you're under the influence of the voice of the one who created everything that is a special place this place might not be looking like a palace but in the spirit you are in the heavenlies because he said where one or two are gathered together in my name i'm there i would i've told you a different definition i tell everybody the definition is we are with him where he is oh it's a different location we are not here in chicago we are with the lord in the spirit because he is with us he takes us with there ah shekoriantala bramorokoseke and when you are under the influence of his voice what did jesus do when he was here on earth what did he do come on now he brought everybody under the influence of his you're getting it follow me and i'll make you what fishers of men what was it influence he was saying if you can become addicted to my voice you're different the voice of the master the voice of the master is coming to somebody tonight the voice of the lord is speaking over your famine let that famine maybe it was 10 years maybe it was 3 months maybe it was 2 weeks may the voice of the lord break that famine tonight in the mighty name of jesus before the next 24 hours window let there be a miracle in the mighty name of jesus re barato kosikoria tarabaha zalama korianto robosike hey i believe the god of the impossibilities i am believing him right now but if you can believe with me tonight is your night lando brokoriando robori katabaria taraba zanta rebrenekoziko this this is this is one of the things god says this is what god says oh my goodness i feel it i feel it so powerfully in my spirit people on zoom some of you are really getting it lin receive 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 lin keep receiving things are happening with you seleme koriando robosikeria taraba zambra nekoriande rebeniata raba basika there's a draft of the spirit you know there's a wind I I remember I felt the same draft when I went to pray for my cousin this is one of the first prayers I prayed for a sick person they said in 3 days he will die okay his jaw was torn into half his jaw was separated like this in a motor bike accident I don't know why I'm sharing this somebody needs to believe tonight we serve a god of miracles come on now rabaria takabasi katarabaraba the guy I said if you will pray that prayer within 3 days your son will come back to life he will not die as the doctor said he's like yes i said let's pray and i remember that day praying in a closed out hospital room like this and i felt the wind of the holy spirit blow through me i felt the same draft tonight and that's why i went to that ah re bariya takabati kareyata and i felt i felt a wind blow through me in in the middle of an icu okay and i looked around to see what windows were open and everything was shut and i said your son will come out in 3 days and the doctor standing next to me tells me this you know what he said he said we have three probabilities one he will never he will be a vegetable two he will never talk three he will know how never have motor skills in his life because all those parts are damaged i said you watch and see my god tonight i decree and declare with the same unction you watch and see my god in the mighty name of jesus kabraneo torobo sekerian deleba Come on now can somebody celebrate Lembra ta 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 ba 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 Zembro mokoriande some dead things are coming back to life some cancer is melting away some tumors are breaking tonight some ailments are leaving your body some sickness is exiting your system in the mighty name of Jesus 
What is not part of you is getting flushed out of you in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever was put inside of you is getting out of you in the mighty name of Jesus. Every hearing come back. Every eyes be open. Every heart be normal in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm seeing somebody's calf muscles. I'm seeing somebody's leg with calf, the legs with a calf. I see the, I see the edema. I see the swelling going down. Your miracle is happening in the next 24 hours. Swelling leaves your body in the mighty name of Jesus. Every sciatic nerve damage be reversed in the mighty name of Jesus. Whoever it is, receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm, I'm hearing sciatic nerve, sciatic nerve. So this, this cousin of mine, third day, his sister went to testify in a church because now they were already, the fire of God touched them and accelerated them in three days. They are really believing the Lord within three days. And she was testifying in a Methodist church in India. Okay. And then the, 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 she was basically saying, they said in three days he will die, but in three days he's doing better. He's not God is conscious. While she was testifying, they, he moved his fingers, asked, you know, started to make movements and asked for a cell phone. All three probabilities were cancelled as she was testifying in the Methodist church. Come on now. Come on now. There is a God whose voice is above the waters, whose voice is above the heavens, whose voice is the special ingredient in your life. No, I decree and declare, no more shall you say, I have no special ingredient. Can you, did you hear me? I'm declaring a special instruction into your spirit. No more shall you ever complain. No more shall you ever say in your life, I lack special ingredients. You have one special ingredient. That is the voice of your master in your spirit. As long as you have it, nothing shall be impossible for you in this life, says the spirit of God tonight. The one who turns around the waters. I'm seeing in my spirit, somebody's blood pressure is becoming normal. Somebody's you know, like whole body, whatever has been upset is becoming, the blood pressure is being normalized and the circulation is improving. Oh, receive your healing tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, pray in the spirit. Come on, pray in the spirit. Don't wait, don't wait, don't wait. Engage with the Lord right now. Come on, people on Zoom. Has the word of God come to you tonight? If it has come, you're becoming godly. Ha! His mercy is locating you. The river is flowing inside of you. I'm seeing dams opening up in the spirit right now. I'm seeing rivers gushing out of your belly. Come on, release it. Let it take over your brain. Let it take over your mind. Let it take over your body. Let it take over your senses. You are a child of God. May your, may your famine break tonight. Ah. I don't care what the doctors have said, but I'm here to declare the voice of the Lord. Your body is normal. Your body is whole. Come on, people on Zoom. I want all of you to agree with me. Please, you need to wait on God. Don't rush God, but you need to come online with God. I know this God. I know him in a certain way that I've known in my life. Tonight, something is happening. That is so, that is so crazy. Because Sherry, that's exactly what I heard in the spirit. You know, whatever is happening right now, normal in the mighty name of Jesus. If you will believe, in the next two days, everything shall be negative. In the mighty name of Jesus. I decree everything shall be negative in the mighty name of Jesus. 
every swelling in every swelling every every blood pressure every ear whatever it be loose in the mighty name of jesus kabara baba baba shanta tata tata zabra kasika tira baramana hazakaria tarabaha take it the spirit of god is flowing in you through you let the dams be unlocked let the rivers come out in the mighty name of jesus ah rembra kariya tarabarabaha I break every famine in your career. I break every famine in your job. I break every famine in your finances. I break every famine in our health. I break every famine, every area. Oh, breaks in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, pray in the spirit. Push. The prophet was declaring, my spiritual father, prophet was saying, Revival will visit Chicago. He was saying the wind of revival is coming to Chicago. We believe and we receive it. It's coming. Come on, receive it. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word and the voice is entering your bones. I'm seeing somebody's bone marrow. Bone marrow. Don't wait for healing to be called out. Don't wait for the prophetic. You, you don't wait for prophecies. You wait on him. You talk to the Lord. His voice is coming to you. His voice is coming into your spirit. I'm seeing somebody's bone marrow. Something is shifting. The count in the bone marrow is shifting. It's becoming dense again. I'm seeing in the spirit. What has become weak is becoming dense. I don't understand all this. There are some physicians here in the room. They will know things better. But I'm decreeing and declaring that it, whatever is uh, diluted is becoming dense. In the mighty name of Jesus. So whatever needs to happen, function properly, is going to function properly. Whoever you are, receive your healing. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May you see your breakthrough and not miss it. And even you, may you enjoy your life like never before. I'm hearing the Spirit of God say, you will enjoy your life, your own life from today onwards. Ha! I break every lie of the enemy spoken into your spirit and your heart. Please, I know I was not rushing out of this place because I was hearing. The Lord is saying, today onwards, you will enjoy your own life differently. It's not a burden anymore. I break that famine, that lying spirit, haunting you down, saying you're good for nothing. I cut it off from your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. You are beautiful. You're wonderfully made. You are a masterpiece of this master God. There is none like you. You are unique. You are precious. You're precious to the Lord. You're wonderfully made. You will enjoy your life. You lack nothing. I speak over you. I decree and declare over you. You have a special ingredient. The voice of the Lord is on you. Lord, he who has ears in the spirit, let them hear what you're saying to them. Lord.